0: Hey, it's Delilah. Every night on my radio show, I have a feature called Delilah's Dilemmas, where folks call me or write me and share a sticky situation they're in, and I try to help them figure out the best course of action. Today, we're going to listen to some of those unique situations right here on Hey, It's Delilah. Tonight's Delilah's Dilemma says, Hey, Delilah, so... My mom borrowed my phone recently, and while she had it, she went through my texting history. This really upset me. I think I deserve some privacy and trust. My parents say they never got any privacy as a teen in the 80s, and I shouldn't either. But this is different. I just need some advice. Thanks from Rebecca. Well, Rebecca, I was a teen in the 70s, so your folks aren't that much younger than me. But I will have my words for you coming up next. Tonight's Delilah's Dilemma is from a teenager who is frustrated that her mother went through her phone. I not only go through my kids' phones, Rebecca, I right now don't let my kids who live at home have phones. So... You wrote to the wrong person (laughs) if you uh, wanted some support here. So long as you live under your parents' roof, Rebecca, and you eat their food, and you're on their insurance policy, and they are paying the heat bill to keep you warm in the winter or the AC bill to keep you cool when it's hot outside, so long as they are the ones that are putting food in the refrigerator that you eat... And I am I would even go so far as to bet they're the ones that bought you the phone and are paying the monthly bill on the phone. Guess what? It's their house. It's their home. And they get to make the rules. And if one of those rules are you don't text inappropriate things or talk inappropriately or use your phone inappropriately, then you got to abide by that rule you say, I think I deserve some privacy and trust. Did you violate the trust? Did you do something that got you in trouble? Or are you just frustrated that your mom looked in the first place? I got to vote with your folks on this, Rebecca. Sorry to disappoint you, but I am right there standing shoulder to shoulder with your folks. Christina writes, hi, Delilah, a decade ago while I was caring for my dad who was dying from cancer, my boyfriend had an affair saying I was no fun. Here we are now, and I still haven't gotten over it. A decade ago, 10 years ago. I have yet to resume my relationship with him. I just can't bring myself to be with him physically. We share the same house, yet we have separate living quarters. I really did love him, but now not so much. I work three jobs, but with my student loans and other bills, I can't afford to move. Even if I did, I would never find a place that would allow my two dogs, five cats, and two rabbits. I guess I'm stuck. I'm turning 50 next January, and I feel like I'm wasting my life. I was wondering if you might have any words of wisdom for me. Christina, are you serious? I will have those words for you coming up next. Tonight's Delilah's dilemma is so unbelievable that I actually have to believe it because I can't I don't think anybody could make this up. 10 years, a decade has passed that uh, Christina's boyfriend cheated on her. And so for 10 years they have not been in a loving relationship, a physical relationship. They say, share the same house, but they they don't even live together as best friends. They have separate quarters. So Christina, if you are putting your life on hold for somebody that you have not been in love with for 10 years, that is absolutely ludicrous. I get that you need a place that will accept your two dogs, five cats, and two rabbits. I understand that there aren't a whole lot of landlords that are going to rent to you, but you cannot continue to share a house with somebody that you're not in a loving relationship with Unless you two come to the agreement that, okay, we're just going to share the house. We're not going to pretend to be anything else. And you can get involved with somebody else. And so will I. I mean, that's crazy. That, That is such an empty situation. And why would you want to be in that situation? If you have not forgiven him, forgive him. Let it go, Christina, for goodness sakes, let it go. That kind of bitterness or resentment is going to eat you out alive. It's going to give you cancer and rot out your insides. So let it go. But if there's no way to repair this relationship, let it go. You shouldn't be stuck simply because you need four walls around you. Let it go. Trust God to lead you to the right place and hopefully to the right person. Good luck and God bless you. Tonight's Delilah's Dilemma comes from a young man named Logan who says, I've been listening to your program for a few months and I love it. I attend the University of Florida and two months ago, I broke up with my girlfriend. We have a lot of mutual friends and all but one of them took her side. We were a really close group of friends hanging out most nights together. I feel quite ostracized by them and I was hoping you could play a song to cheer me up and offer some advice Why did our friends choose sides like this? Please help me. God bless from Logan. Logan, I will have my response to your Delilah's Dilemma coming up next. Tonight's Delilah's Dilemma comes from Logan, a young man who had a breakup with his girlfriend and all of their mutual friends have since turned against him. Ah, Logan. You have now discovered the true meaning of the phrase, hell hath no fury like that of a woman scorned. It's true. When we feel scorned, when we feel dumped, when we feel broken, when we feel unloved, we get ugly. Mm -hmm. I can attest to that. And we will do everything in our power to play the victim and make you look like the bad guy. I've spent my whole life in that role. I know it well. And so your ex-girlfriend has done a very good job of uh, negative PR for you and turning your friends against you. But here's the beautiful truth. If these people are truly friends, they'll look at both sides. They'll realize that a breakup is never one person's fault totally or the other person, that we all have a part to play in it, that we all have to own our own behavior, And they'll still love you. If they don't, if their love for you is gone because of somebody's lobbying against you, they were never really friends to begin with. I so hope you have enjoyed these radio moments as much as I enjoy bringing them to you. I'll share more with you each weekday on Hey, It's Delilah. Delilah. Dive into the warmth of Heartland and let Up Faith and Family be your go-to service for all things uplifting. Start your free trial today. Go to upfaithandfamily.com. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. Medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life.